Welcome to Parenting Today's Teens, a daily podcast that provides stories, insights, and wisdom to help you gain a deeper relationship with your teen. On today's episode, Mark Gregston sits down for a conversation with a couple of Heartlight's teens. For the past two decades, Heartlight has become the country's premier residential counseling center and boarding school for struggling teens. Heartlight is a program that not only modifies behavior, but one that seeks to offer a unique transformative journey through a relational experience that offers counseling, small group therapy, academics, and activities. We hope you find encouragement as you listen to these stories today. Reagan, thanks for for coming in. And I'm anxious to hear your story and hear a little bit about you. How did you end up at Heartlight? Um, Basically, um, my home life was really bad. I was constantly drinking every day and every night. Um, I was acting out. I was, I started going, I was in, I was really sad all the time. I was just, I wasn't myself. I turned into a different person. I wasn't happy. I was sleeping every day and every night. I was constantly just, Wow. I just, I was completely out of it and I just didn't want to be alive anymore. And so that's a lot to unpack. Okay, yeah. let me let me back up. I mean, so how old were you when you started realizing things were kind of going downhill? Around like 13, 14, I think I started like getting sad a lot of the time. Like that's seventh and eighth grade. Yeah. I so started just I just was upset a lot of the time and I was starting to be really sad that like about life and I stopped like doing my homework and I just didn't stop hanging out with friends. Where did the drinking start? Um, it started like 14, 15. Wow. It was uh, like I drank, but I didn't like start drinking every day until like a couple months ago before I got sent here. And what was that about? Just trying to deal with your own feelings and thoughts of yeah. So you shut down. You you don't want to. What's the deal with not wanting to live? Where did that come from? Um, I think like I just happened. Like sometimes I would be perfectly fine, and then other times I would just like not want to be here anymore. And that's when like self harm started coming in the picture, and um. I think that my mom got really worried about me and like she Mm. like before I came here like what she told me was she was like it's the only reason like the reason why we sent you here was because we were scared that you were going to take your own life or you were going to run away from home. Wow. Wow. And so I think that like when I first came here I was like I hated my parents but then like after getting so far through the program, like I think I've realized that like they just did this because it was what was best for me. Yeah, so where do you think you would be if you wouldn't have come here? Um, I told people this. I think I would probably be dead if I hadn't have come here. How close did you get? How, before you got here, how close did you get to, to almost ending it? Um, 
I was almost there. I think, like, I would have done anything in my power. Like, I think, like, a week or two before I came here, like, I was, I, like, hurt myself really badly. And then my mom found out. Then I got sent here. But I think that she already signed me up to come here before, like, that mm, happened. Yeah. But I think if I stayed there, like, another week or two or a month, I would have I would have came through with it completely. And wow. What do you think? Have you figured out the source of that, where that came from, or why you started to have those feelings, or what was motivating that? Or, um, I think it was just like, like a bunch of things that have happened in my past, and like, I think that just like me not feeling accepted by other people kind of brought yeah, that yeah, upon yeah. me, and I think that. My brain kind of just brought it upon me, like, overthinking everything, just not feeling loved by anyone, kind of just, like, wow. it kind of just, like, took apart and, like, it took apart my insides. Those are like, all those are all signs of depression, mm-hmm. overthinking everything, not being able to sleep, same dream over and over again, never-ending questions and sentences and the feeling of doom and gloom and nobody loves me and, yep. you know. And so did that start when you were— I mean, when it when it was when you were thirteen years old in seventh grade. Mm-hmm. Okay, you said a bunch of stuff happened. A bunch of what happened? Um, I think that like I got into a really toxic relationship with this guy that mm. he harassed me, and um, I think that that took a huge part in it. And I didn't realize it until I came here. Like I didn't realize how much it affected me. Wow, because. I thought I kind of thought that I just completely forgot about him, but I didn't. And like he dated my entire friend group, and that kind of just like it hurt me a lot more because like it was kind of like my friends were turning on me. Wow. And then I kind of lost like trust for everyone, and I kind of like started struggling with like being able to talk to people because like I just thought that everyone in the end was going to come back and hurt me. So I kind of kept everything to me. I started getting mad at my parents for everything. I started locking myself in my room all the time. Wow. I, If my mom came in my room or if my dad came in my room, I would scream at them and I would tell them to get out. Like To, be, just, to be by yourself. But it wasn't because you were having problems with your mom and dad. It was problems everywhere else. And they were trying to figure out what to do. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So they go, hey, we're going to go to Heartlight. Yep. How did you respond then? Um... Not very good. Yeah. It was, I screamed at my mom. I slapped her. I was really, really, really pissed off. I think it's also because, like, at the time, I was also in another toxic relationship. Yeah, yeah. So what was the fear? Um, I kind of just didn't want to leave anyone. I didn't want to leave home. I didn't want to leave, like, my life. Because a, a toxic relationship is better than no relationship. Yeah. Isn't that wild kind of the thinking? I'd rather be stuck with something that makes me miserable than to not have that. I, I go. It's kind of weird thinking. Yeah. Okay, so when did you realize after you got to Heartlight, okay, that maybe this isn't so bad? Or how long did that take? I think it took like about two to three months for me to realize really? that like this place just wants what's best for me. Well, of course. Of course. Yeah. Okay, but I, what I really love about you so much is your orange hair. <laughs> I mean, I just I just love it. I mean, it, it kind of just screams. So it's hard for me to imagine somebody 
with a smile on their face, orange hair, loving life, makes people laugh. Everybody enjoys you. Do you see that now compared to where you were before you got here? Yeah. So what's changed? Um, I think that, like, counseling here has really changed. Like, I think that, like, having a relationship with Shelby has changed me a lot. Yeah, I think yeah. that— And Shelby's one of our counselors here, so— Yes. Um, I think that how you helping my parents grow has helped a lot, too. Like, mm. them being more open towards new ideas has helped a lot. Like, wow. wow. Now, instead of just, like, being closed-minded like they were before, now they're like, okay, we'll take time to think about that, which really helps because, <laughs> like, it just sucks when your parents say, no, that's not happening. But, like, when they take more thought and idea into it, it makes you feel better. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I think that being around with people who struggle, like, also, and I think that, like, being around people who are also working on themselves, like, helps, like, because, like, it's your time to be selfish for yourself. Yeah. It's your time to, like, be who you really want to be. Like, you can say what you want to say here. Like, not necessarily, like, everything, but, like, you can actually feel like you can talk to people here, I Yeah, think. yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, okay, so if there's other parents out there that have a child that's just like you, what would you tell those parents to help them in their relationship with their child? Um, well, first I would say probably you may want to send them to Heartlight, but um, like if that's not one of your options, I'd say like kind of just like be more open-minded with them, um, like take in what they're saying and like kind of just like try and reach across to them and. Just love on them and, like, try and, like, see where they're coming from. So you, do you think that if your parents knew where you were coming from, then they would have changed and done things differently? Yeah, I feel like for my parents it was really hard for them to understand, like, the depression and the anxiety and, like, the mood swings. Like, I think it was really hard for them to, like, see me go through that. Because a lot of parents go, why? why? Life is good. Come on. What's so wrong with... What's so wrong with this life? And I, I just don't think they get it sometimes. Yeah, they really don't. I think that it's just that, like, they never had stuff like this happen to them. Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. Like, my mom grew up in a really nice household. And, like, she, like, her mom was strict and straight to the point with her. And, like, I think that it was really hard for her to, like, like raise me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, she's not used to, like... Especially, like, having, like, two older siblings who did nothing that I've done. She just didn't know what to do. She was, yeah, like— she's kind of lost. She was so lost. lost, yeah. Wow. You love your parents? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Think they love you? Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah, I, I, sometimes. Some, no, wait, wait, wait. Really? <laughs> yeah. Do you, do, I mean, is that hard to realize sometimes? Yeah. I think that, like, I just don't want them to love me sometimes because I don't want them to get attached to me. Why? I don't know, because, like, I feel like that sometimes I'm mean to them, and then I feel really bad. <laughs> I would think they want to be attached to you. Yeah. I, you know, I, I don't know of any parent that that's saying, no, I don't want to be attached to my kids. I think yeah. that's 
they really want that. They're tra- they're probably just trying to figure out how to do that. Yeah. You love them, and and I know that they love you, whether you know it. I wish that I wish that you could see yourself like your parents see you, and yeah. then that would change the perspective. I mean, because yeah. I know they love you a lot. Yeah, I know they do too. I just sometimes don't want to admit it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, look, thanks for coming in and and sitting down and telling your story. It's wonderful to hear, and I sure hope that uh, that everybody gets to see this this young lady's orange hair one day because <laughs> it's absolutely beautiful. Hey, thanks for coming in. Thank you. You bet. Nobody cares more about their teen than moms. But even moms can get discouraged and distracted when watching their teen go through those difficult adolescent years. You can feel alone and helpless, unable to know how to encourage your teen. It can get hard to trust God's goodness in the midst of such hard times. Mark Gregston knows the feeling. That's why he wrote Prayers for My Teen. It's a book of prayers and devotionals to help moms keep their eyes on God and their hearts uplifted, even when your teen is struggling. Prayers for My Teen is a great addition to your purse, bedside, glove compartment, or desk drawer as a simple way of reminding you of God's faithfulness to you and love for your family. Get your copy of Prayers for My Teen at parentingteenresources.org. Cicely, how does somebody from Denver end up coming to Heartlight? What was going on in your life that, that somebody would say, hey, you need to go spend some time at Heartlight? Um, there was a lot of parent conflict with me. Wow. A lot of like, because my dad and I are super close. And then my mom and I, like, we go through waves. Like, we'll be close. And then, like, we won't talk to each other. And then we'll be close. And so it just, like, finally got to the point where it was, like, too much for both of us. Wow. We were constantly fighting, not talking to each other. And then one day my dad was like, you're going somewhere. And we pulled up to Heartlight, and I was like, oh, okay. I mean, was it was that a big surprise to no. you? I mean, I mean, the, the thing with your mom and it, why weren't you guys talking? What, what was going on that, that there was a disconnect? Um, for a while, it was always like I wanted to be right and she wanted to be right. Yeah. And now it's just like gotten to the point where like we're both really stubborn and we're really alike. But once we got past that, like— our relationship has been so good. Like, this is the best it's ever been. Wow. So the challenge will be, how do you keep the relationship going, going. when you go back home and have to live with her? Because <laughs> everybody can get along fine yeah. with people when you're living at a distance is when you go back home, right? Yeah. Okay, so other conflict happening before you before you came here? Oh, was it just a mom and you deal? I mean, kind was, of. My biological mom's not in my life at all. Oh, And so, so you, there was a little bit of that. Okay, so you're adopted. Kind of, not really. It's you're, my stepmom, but I call her my mom because she's raised me like my whole life. Oh, okay. So she's your <laughs> yeah. step. Okay, now I get it. Okay, yeah. so where's your real mom? I have no idea. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, you haven't talked to her or anything? Mm-mm. She'll like, like DM me on social media, but like, I don't really care. And so how old were you when she left? Like, I think I was 12 the last time I, like, talked to her or saw her. Yeah. Well, you think that has something to do with the way that you and your stepmom gets along? A little bit. I think there was a lot of resentment towards, like, me resenting my mom, and it, like, got brought out on her, and her, like, resenting my mom, too, and it got taken out on me, too. So it was both of us, like— taking stuff out on each other Wow! that we just never, like, we always just pushed it under the rug. 
Okay, so the, the, the million-dollar question. Why do you think your mom hasn't contacted you since you were 12? Um, that seems kind of odd of to off. me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't really know. Like, I don't know. She would always, like, fall off the face of the earth, and then she'd be like, surprise, I'm back. And then it finally just got to the point where I was like, I can't do this. And so that's where you kind of said, okay, let's stop. Yeah. Okay, so did she live close to you? I mean, So I was – I'm originally from Utah, and my dad got full custody of, me, custody of me when I was five, and so I moved to Colorado. And I was flying every other weekend back to Utah. And then mm. she moved to Colorado when I was, like, in fourth grade. Yeah. And that's when it got really bad, just constant fighting, random show-ups and stuff like that. And so then that's when I was like, I can't do this. It's causing more chaos in my life than it's helping me. And, yeah. Do you think I, – I, you know, I think a step-parent's role is probably one of the hardest roles for anybody to be my in. My mom always says that. Because it reminds – it reminds you of what's not there. Yeah. You know, do you ever think back, well, if my mom was if, – if my birth mom, my real mom was really all straightened out and good, then, then I would have been a lot better off? you ever think that? Mm, not really. Sometimes, and, but – I've learned more from my stepmom than I have my mom. Do you think she just tried real hard to be your mom? My biological mom? Yeah. Do you think your stepmom tried real hard to be your to be your real mom? Um, I think for a little bit, but she always made it clear to me, like, if I want a relationship with my mom, I can always have that. Yeah. But I always wanted a relationship with her because I knew it was, like, steady. She was always going to be there. And, like, I could rely on her more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yet she was the one you were having conflict with. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Yeah. I mean, the one the one that you really long to be with is the one that you're that struggling always with the fighting most. With. Okay. So like a typical family, did that put your dad in the middle where he got kind of caught trying <laughs> yeah. to support you, the daughter he loves, and support his new wife, mm -hmm. the, you know, the woman that he loves? He's got two women. He's caught in between. Did he get stuck? Yeah. We definitely gave him a run for his money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If he was saying, this is why I sent her away, what would he say? Um, Probably like parent conflict and like, because for so long I wanted to ignore my problem with my biological mom and mm. like not really like deal with it. Yeah. And I think they only wanted to help me with that and I just wasn't willing to do it. And wow. then once I got here and like I started realizing the bigger picture and I was in like a better headspace, I was able to like really look at everything. Okay, so do you think that there's issues of abandonment that you feel? Mm, for a little bit I thought that, and then I didn't think that. And now I think, like, sometimes I feel like I've been abandoned by her, but at the same time, like, I feel like I kind of made that choice, too, to have her not be in my life. You think she ever will be? No. You're pretty set on that. Yeah. Just because it causes turmoil? It causes so much more problems, and, like, there's always drama— there's just not there's not consistency and like that's all I want. She'd be invited to your wedding one day? No. Wow. Wow. Yeah. But your stepmom will be there. Yep. Okay, now that's interesting because that's the one you're having conflict with, but that's the one that you want. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is kind of funny, but it's kind of neat. It shows a real love that you have for her. Yeah. But you guys were like two donkeys kind of just kind of kicking it out with one another. Yeah. Stubborn as anything. How would you describe your relationship with your dad? We're like best friends. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that had to be hard for him. Oh, yeah. To send you off. Oh, yeah. And so how did he tell you? Um. Well, it was like 
at first he told me and he was like, we're going to go to this school in Texas and like it's going to help us because we can't get the help we need here. And I was like, okay, whatever. Like I knew it was coming because I saw the Heartlight papers and I was like, okay. But we also had a family friend who came here too. And so like I knew a little bit about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like my mom wasn't going to come with us at all because like we were just not on good terms and it was going to make things worse. And so then my dad and I were like together and he was like, what do you think about it? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't think there's anything I can say that's going to like change y'all's mind. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. So did you feel like you were abandoned again? Um, yes and no. I think it more felt like my parents were giving up. But now that I like see it, like this has helped me so much. Wow. And it's helped my family so much. Yeah. So is there a fear about going back home? Mm, not really. Maybe like when I get closer to the end, maybe yeah, there yeah, will be, but yeah. well, no. I've just seen it. It's helped like my brothers too. Like even on phone time when like they're fighting in the back, like I can hear my parents are not like so quick to just yell at them. Yeah. Or they're like, we're all just like more lax. So they're changing a little bit too. Yeah. Okay. So you get to Heartlight, start your program, getting through stuff here. What's been the greatest struggle for you to be here? Um, Greatest struggle? I don't know. Maybe just like, I don't know. I think I'm so close with like my siblings and stuff like that, mm. that it's hard to be away from them and like feel like I'm missing out on that. But yeah, I think probably also fighting those internal battles. Do you feel like you are missing out? Sometimes. Yeah. When you think about that, does it make your lip quiver or? <laughs> yeah. I mean, when you think about that, is it is it one of those tearful things that yeah. it really is sad that you're missing it? Yeah, because I have three little brothers, a younger sister, and then an older brother. Oh, wow. And so, like, my little sister, she's one. So it's hard to, like, know, like, I'm missing out on that. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's got to be tough. Oh, yeah. Well, here's the thing. I mean, when you get back home, it won't be the conflict, and you'll be able to take twice as much, uh, have twice as much fun, and you'll be twice as good (laughs) influence on them. Yeah. You know, if and... um, but I can see where it would be tough. Yeah. Okay, so what are you learning at Heartlight? I mean, it can't just be the separation <laughs> from things. It's got to be some learnings, uh, you know, through something in group meetings and counseling and all the other stuff. Yeah. What are you learning? I think I always thought, like, well, I, like, I'm by myself. Like, this is my own battle. Though, like, I'm having conflict with someone else. Like, it doesn't involve them. Hmm. But I've really learned, like, even when I can't support myself, there's always – like someone there who's going to be fighting for me when I can't. And I'm less stubborn, so that's good. Why do you think that is? I don't know. I think because I've really, like, learned really fast that, like, I'm not always right. Like, I'm going to be wrong a lot. And I think- Really? Okay, wait, wait. Say that again. <laughs> say that again because I think your parents would want to – your dad would want to hear that. Just say that. Hey, Dad, I'm not always right. <laughs> yeah. Because that's caused a lot of the problems. For some reason, you and your stepmom were like uh, this. Yes. <laughs> now you've gotten through it. Now yeah. you miss your family and want to go home. I mean, that's a great motivation for right. making some change. Because what year in school are you going to be? I'm starting my junior year now, so yeah. hopefully I'll be a senior when I go home. Yeah. Well, hopefully you'll go home sometime in your junior. <laughs> yeah. You don't need to be here that long. Okay. So if if there are parents out there that are listening and have a child that's just like you, going through what you've gone through, what would you encourage them to do to make it better for you? Um, I think probably just hear your kid out. 
hear me out too. Like, as much as it seems like we don't know mm. what we're doing or we don't know what we're saying, I think there's sometimes where you just like have to listen. Yeah. And maybe just try to fix it together. But yeah. Well, well. You know what? I I'm falling in love with you. I mean, I just <laughs> I, I I go. It's kind of neat that that you have a tender heart toward your family. Yeah. And uh, there's something real beautiful about that. That that's going to be a motivating factor. And one day you're going to look at Heartlight, and it's just going to be a bump in the road. And you get you guys are all going to sit around and laugh about it. Yeah. And uh, but thank you so much for coming in and Thanks. sharing your heart and talking <laughs> a little bit about your family and what you've been through and stuff, okay? Okay. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Parenting Today's Teens. For more information, visit parentingtodaysteens.org. And to learn more about Heartlight, visit heartlightministries.org. If this podcast has been helpful to your family, please share it or give us a quick rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Of course, you can listen to Parenting Today's Teens wherever you listen to podcasts. Join us tomorrow for another great episode. We'll talk to you then.